And away we go. Welcome back to another edition of Relatively Subjective, where we are relatives and we uh, talk about subjective things. You're giving me a hand signal that I don't know what. It's loud. It's loud. Like really loud. Uh, actually, no. It evened out. Never mind. Okay, we're good. And welcome, welcome, welcome everyone, <laughs> to uh, Relatively Subjective, where we talk about movies and stuff. <laughs> um, my name's George, and I am David, and we're cousins, and we talk about stuff related to movies, and we have our opinions about them today. Is Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. The holiest wah, wah. days. Of, <laughs> the holiest of the holiest of days. days. No one cares about football. No. This is a movie podcast. That's right. Unless uh, they make a movie about the Super Bowl, we're not going to watch it. Yep. And even if Can't they do, wait. I'm probably still not going to watch it. Like John Hamm's going to be in it probably. <laughs> George Clooney. They're just going to be like, I have an idea. And that's it. Football? A game. Just one game. A game where the we... The first game. Where we sponsor everything in existence. And the commercials will be the best part. That's why I watch it. Cool. But today, we are also talking about Oscar season. And Roma in particular. Because we both watched that Oscar-nominated yeah. movie. And, and it uh, was nominated for an Oscar. How about that? How about that? Netflix original. Right. First streaming service movie to do that. From what I understand, I to, mean it was to be, also to be nominated. Yeah, there was a limited release in theaters, in theaters yeah. but you know, but still, it's a Netflix. It premiered on Netflix. Yeah. And How cool it was! That is cool, and that's the future. future. We talked about that. Yep, we uh, called that. We were the first Toads. ones. Toads called it. We were the first ones we to tell ones. everyone. We're so smart. If and anybody prolific. else says they were the first ones, they're lying. They're lying. It, it was, was us. Uh, relatively subjective. That's right. Uh, all right, so <laughs> I didn't watch a little, I don't want to say a lot, maybe uh, bu- 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 of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Oscar movies. I didn't, you didn't see, see all of them. One, two, three, four, four, four out of eight. I've seen four out of eight. And that's uh, Black Panther, Black yes. Klansman, yes. Bohemian Rhapsody, yes. and Roma. Yes. And the four that I didn't watch are The Favorite, yes. Green Book, yes. A Star is Born, yes. and Vice. Correct. Same, same here. Nice. So <laughs> let's talk Let's talk about just those four. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously want to see the other four. Um, um, a Star is Born in particular. I don't, actually. Why? I don't know. I just never really cared. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. Like, everyone who has seen it has told me, like, oh, my God, you'll love this movie. And I'm kind of just like, Why? Like, I don't feel like I will love this movie. I Or what is it about me that makes you think I'll love this movie? Uh, I mean, A Star is Born seems like a better music movie than Bohemian Rhapsody was. Really? But I can't say that because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But the hype surrounding it, I think, There's was... There's a lot of hype. It was And even the crazy. songs are on the friggin' radio. Right, yeah. Stuff. The I'm songs... Like, really? Yeah, I but think it won it won a few awards like I'm the, sure it the did. song yeah. um the for, song. for best original song. A Star is Born. And song. it might be nominated for an but, Oscar too. So it is a remake. Yeah, they, it's been remade I a few know. times. Yeah. yeah. Um but obviously now it stars these Lady two Gaga people. and Bradley yeah. Cooper uh, and they So like, I mean, I guess but I don't, I don't know. What's the favorite about? <laughs> uh it's English. That's uh what I remember. Rachel Wise and Emma Stone are vying for the attention of a royal but then like it's like a cat and mouse game slash sort of trying to sabotage each other so they look better in the eyes of this person and i don't know it's supposed to be really good because it was nominated for an oscar (laughs) 
Vice, uh, I want to see Vice? just because okay, Michael, yeah. uh, Christian Bale is... Definitely, uh, I, w- I want to see Vice. I, I also, I mean, I'm sure his performance is going to be fantastic, but I just want to see the movie itself because it just looks good. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just looked like a really good kind of um, critique on politics, which yeah. I'm always for. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm really interested in to it's see time to show us the real happens. Dick Cheney yeah. through um, Christian Bale's face and then the green book what's green book about green book with vigo mortensen and i always butcher his name maher Mah, uh, maherala ali i'm just gonna go to the imdb for yeah you should do that it's <laughs> uh, not trying don't hurt yourself i'm i'm gonna poop myself <laughs> can't do it do, can't do it and pronounce this guy's Name. But uh, Mahershala Ali, yeah. Mahershala Ali, yes. He's um, um he's a musician. Oh, that's right. That's and right. And Viggo Mortensen right. drives him around the country. That's right. And they. I uh, did want to see this movie too. Bond. That I remember talking about it when I saw the preview, and I was just like, "This looks really good." And then we never saw it. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> that's uh, us. And uh, that's it. So those are the four that we haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, if you have seen them and you think they're worth it or not worth it or whatever. Just give us a shout out, a tweet, yeah. an Instagram message, an email, uh, relatively subjective at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on those four specifically. The yep. other four we have reviewed. Yeah, we have. Except for Roma, which we're going to review today. Yeah. Um, so you can look back on those or, it, I mean, we'll probably touch on them very Let lightly. me ask you, do you think Black Panther should have been nominated for an Oscar for Best Picture? Um, I mean, who else was nominated? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went through the list, but like, I why, I have a why pro- do you think it shouldn't have been? I I don't know. It's not like it's a good movie. Yeah, I I, I obviously love the movie. Just it kind of doesn't fit. It doesn't fit, and I know like I the think, reason, the glaring yeah. reason is that it's a superhero yeah. movie. But I also think that's a good kind of also a good excuse for why it was nominated. I kind of think that yeah, we have. A lot of these books are kind of uh, books. A lot of these um, movies. movies are kind of like semi-historical or semi-biographical. Black Panther is legit, like from left field. Yeah. But it, it influenced, I think, not only our culture but also just like bringing comic book mythos into pop culture mm-hmm. much more than, let's say, other ones have. So I th- kind of think that this is definitely noteworthy, uh, just from not from just being a, a comic book hero movie but also from all those other things but i also have a problem with bohemian rhapsody being nominated just because i didn't think it was that good yeah i I mean (laughs) yeah but i but also why so if you want to make the argument that it's a good movie i'll like i'll concede Uh but to be an oscar worthy rami malek's performance was oscar worthy the movie i don't see being okay oscar worthy i see that because as a movie it's the best part is Rami Malek's performance. Yeah. And we already know that these events didn't happen yeah. or didn't happen in the order that they happened. Yeah. So the, the the true factor of an Oscar movie, you know, that, that gritty realness mm-hmm. that, that you expect from one is not there. So which, maybe at the end, we're going to give our picks. Oh, who's who going to win? Who should win. Yeah, not not who's going to, but who should. Who should. Okay. Look, according to us. All right, let's give <laughs> who's going to and who should also. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, but you want to just get into the Roma review? 
Yeah. All right, let's dive in with both feet and arms and head. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, you know, how normal people die. Yeah, Got it. that's how you do it. <laughs> um, this is also nominated for Best Foreign Language Film, and I'll just say I'm prob- it's probably going to win that yeah, at definitely, least. It's going to win that. Yeah. And he's uh, nominated for Best uh, Director, Alfonso Cuaron, mm-hmm. director of the best Harry Potter movie, arguably, Prisoner of Azkaban. And Children of Men and Gravity, which he won for, I think, or did the movie win? I don't remember. It was a few years ago, and my memory's not so great. Um, but yeah. So, what'd you think of this movie, David? <laughs> so, um, let me ask you: What did you think about it being in black and white? Because I, at first, I didn't see why they did it. As the movie went on, yeah. the cinematography is great. Yeah. Also nominated for best cinematography. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I was like, this is heavy handed. <laughs> At first, I was like, Oscar movie. Like he was just like, it's got to be in black and white because it's not. <laughs> it's gonna get nominated for an uh, Oscar. I I kind of think that it was. So when it first started in black and white, I was actually kind of waiting for it to gain the color. Uh-huh. Like I thought it was gonna do one of those things. It was gonna like pan up, and you were gonna see it in color and everything. But it remaining in black and white actually didn't bother me. I didn't think that it needed color. It, like you said, it was very gritty. It was kind of very heavy-handed the imagery, mm-hmm. um, but also because it was in, it was uh, it took place in 1970. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, that kind of fits. Yeah. If it was like set in 2019 and it was black and white, I'd be like, okay, like <laughs> you, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but because it was set in 1970 and it was very, it had this old family style kind of drama to it i i didn't think it took away from the film okay uh, especially I, I mean also I, I i should preface this for anyone who is not mexican um <laughs> i totally got hit by this not only just because it was a family about a maid in mexico uh but also because it was about certain things that were not in our lifetimes but in our parents lifetimes oh, for that sure. they experienced i've been trying to get so, my mom to watch yeah, this with me same <laughs> because i'm just like tell me is this is this how it was is this is, same. It, is this how it was so there's you know there's obviously the the base level this movie about what it is about and how it hits you but then for us i think specifically oh, yeah. it goes deeper and, if you, and i'm just like Ugh. if you share this culture and if you have family that are mexican it it Definitely gonna, hits you on a yeah, different level. It definitely, it definitely resonates. I was thinking about my mom the entire time. Me too. And I was, I was just, I'm, I was just going through like, oh, my mom probably went through so much <laughs> fucking garbage, like yeah. just so, through so much shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's probably real. Yeah. Um, well, what did you think about the uh, main character, the actress who was not an actor? She was just a preschool teacher, from what I understand. And her sister was going to go to the audition but couldn't because she was pregnant, I think. Wow, really? And so she, she went and, and she made got it. the part. And yeah. yeah um, Yalitza Aparicio. She's nominated for Best Actress. She is. And so she plays Cleo. She's the, first, she's the main character. Mm-hmm. And, and she's indigenous to yeah, the region. So which she I think is fantastic. That, yeah, she speaks that, that indigenous language yeah. that I was trying to track down. I was trying to track down the history behind the movie, yeah. you know, with all the political yeah. stuff and absolutely even the martial arts stuff. I was trying to figure out like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck was that <laughs> exactly? But I couldn't find any. I found a bunch of conflicting reports that like there was a video that tried to break it down. Mm-hmm. But then all the comments were like, actually, 
the events that caused that riot were this and this and that, and I just didn't know which one to believe, and I tried to find out, and I couldn't. That's interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, but just seeing Mexico in 1970 was, like... It, it was weird because not much has changed not much has changed exactly <laughs> exactly what i was going to say because the the street that they lived on it looks it's like a street. street yeah it looks like a street by by our grandma's house and, and um, the houses the style of houses yeah and even some of the cars i was just like this was set like i could go to mexico right now and find that exact street yeah like it's yeah. still a thing like it didn't even look like it was a set yeah it was like plucked from mexico yeah and um i heard i I read a bunch of stuff that this might have been Mm semi-biographical from the director's standpoint he was like one of the kids that grew up oh wow so he grew up with a mom who and a dad who like wasn't in his life Mm -hmm. and he grew up with this maid that he became very close with so he's sort of telling her side of of the story yeah. and so this is this is very much a slice of life movie right yeah it, and and <clears throat> although we we mainly focus on cleo and her her journey through i, I don't even think the movie takes the span of a year it's like a, like it, it goes from like it's at least nine months we yeah. know because she does get pregnant by yeah. uh what's his name fermin 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 and uh so it's got to be and they go through new year's so it's got to be at least nine months, maybe yeah. a year passes yeah. because they do go on that vacation mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, yeah, it, 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 it. <laughs> so we follow Cleo in her, in her journey throughout this, literally there's like a, a year ish of her life. Yeah. And so we, we get a bunch of what she's going through, but we also get slices of what the family is going through. So, so she, um, she's a maid and she lives like on the, like in the guest house of mm-hmm. this, of these two People. This middle class family yeah. in Mexico. So she's taking care of Doño, Paco, Pepe, and Sophie, mm-hmm. which is like our family, basically. <laughs> Plus 12 or whatever. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, but and- so all these, and, and I really thought it was interesting not only to see a mezcla maid, but also the kind of family she was attending to, because all these yeah. people were white. Even they were white Spanish. So they were Spanish from Spain that came over, and yeah. you could see the classism. You know, they were the rich professor whatever yeah family and then the mexcla indigenous people were the maids yeah and i thought that was a really cool yeah. kind of and like, you saw throughout the movie like very very small blink yeah. of you miss it moments like when they're watching tv everyone is watching tv mm-hmm. and then uh Cleo sits down and like the kid puts his arm around her yeah. like she's part of the family yeah. but then the mom is just like get the doctor mm-hmm. his tea and then like she has to get up yeah. and, and go do her job so the kids love her. Yeah. The well, mo- basically, the the kids have been raised by her. Yeah, and you, and you see at the her beginning of the movie the one, the, uh, the parents or the uh, husband and wife Antonio and and Sofia they seem to have a strained relationship mm-hmm. right from the start. Yeah. And at first, I was like, I was trying to figure out where this movie was going. So because because I always do that, and I was just like, oh, is there tension between? Sophia and Cleo because mm-hmm. she she wasn't very nice in the she, beginning. Yeah, in like the beginning, she's she, very she, like sharp with her. Yeah, she didn't even like look at her at, in some scenes. Right. She was just kind of like talking, and Cleo knew that she was talking to her because mm-hmm. she wouldn't be saying this to anyone else. Yeah, and if the dog, if the father was upset about the dog shit yeah. in the driveway, you know that would carry over yeah. from her to her, and and you just saw instances of that throughout the movie until 
you see the marriage break up mm-hmm. and you see Cleo sort of, you know, move yeah, in integrated and, into and, the family yeah, and, and have to take on more responsibility with the children yeah. and, and get closer to everyone as a product. Um, yeah, this, this movie, is, it's just refreshing to watch these movies every now and then. Yeah, because it's we're just so used to these. Here's Super information every ten like, seconds stuff, and this movie it took brings its time. It, it brings it back. It's just here's the scene. Like there was it, nothing it's just like slow panning yeah. over the house, staying on one frame for like you're Minutes. you're sure that the frame's gonna change in ten seconds, yeah. twenty seconds. Yep. After that goes by, you're just like, oh okay, I guess we're here. <laughs> and then before you know it, you're there for. 10 minutes you know but like things have been happening yeah and 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 even like the cinematography the camera placement in this house yeah like i can pretty much like i can describe to you how this house looks from memory yeah yeah and you know just very perfect placement of just being able to pan even slightly and see the entire upstairs yeah like every children every child has their own bedroom and you can see like the living room in the middle and like going downstairs you literally the camera just like shot shifted straight down it Mm -hmm. was it was no crazy sweeping there was no special effects in this movie it was all just people to people you knew this movie was going to be cinematography heavy from the from the very first scene because you just see water rushing into like a frame into a drain and then you see the the reflection of a plane yeah and you're just there and and you you just just have to live in that the entire intro yeah and then you don't even get a cut you get a pan up and that's when you first see cleo Mm -hmm. and it was just like Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it just got you. This movie really does make you slow down, yeah. stop, and just watch. And and it's not it's not boring. It's, it's not. very interesting. Everything that they do, everything that they say, every interaction is important. Yeah, and I love that about this movie. Yeah, this yeah. movie was so like I said, it was a good movie on top. It got me even deeper because of the familial familial kind of connection that I have. But then. Just learning about this character and kind of sympathizing and empathizing with her. Yeah. It just, everything just goes even deeper than that. It yeah. really kind of like ingrained itself in you, I think, if you're open to it. it oh, really, for sure. It really hits you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck, I was going to say something. But then all of your description. <laughs> Sorry. Threw me off. I uh, like to describe things. <laughs> what was I going to? Oh, I was going to say that this movie was great just because it it showed you it showed you everything there was no exposition there was no scroll at the beginning telling mm-hmm. you where you were in yeah, mexico's history were, what's going on it didn't explain the political strife that was going on all you got from that for that explanation was when they went to the hacienda for with the the family friend mm-hmm. for new year's and they were just chit-chatting about how they had this got this land from indigenous people yeah. and how mexico's taking land from indigenous people here and there and they're mad about it um, that's that's all they give you, yeah. and it's great just because it's historical. But at the same time, it's an isolated event that you had no idea was yeah. happening. And you don't, or, and you need it. Like doesn't it lives in its own bubble kind of thing, right? If you don't know anything about the history of Mexico, that doesn't make a difference about yeah. what happened in this movie. That's why I was so uh, another reason why I was so adamant that my mom needed to watch yeah. this because I wanted to see how she watched it. I wanted to see if she made the connection mm-hmm. as as if. As if we watched a movie about that took place during the Vietnam War or mm-hmm. something, where we've we've studied yeah. that in school, so we know that there were protests and thing events that happened, like the Kent State shooting and stuff. If that would be that to her, you know, yeah. if she would just 
if it would click for her, mm-hmm. just be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly I what's going that, on. Yeah. And uh, I can remember when that movie came out mm-hmm. that they went to go see or yeah. something. That, that would be uh, super insightful. And I'm still waiting for you, Mom. Just kidding. She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was just... A, it was it was literally just living in this woman's life yeah. you know there was no there was no explaining of a of a plot of or, or setting up characters it was almost like you just were a ghost in this yeah. person's house and, and you just watched them live and their you were, life and it wasn't even that you were watching the entire family it was very specific to Cleo because yeah. every time that she would walk into the kitchen the camera would move into the right. kitchen yeah. if she didn't hear something out of the other room you didn't hear it if she was in the living room or TV room or uh, dining room where things were happening that's what you saw so you, you didn't really see it it wasn't a point of view but it was where she was was what was important Yeah. so when she I like the part where her She's going to the movies with the grandma and the kids, and one of the older boy kind of like runs away, and then the grandmother is just like, "Go get him, follow him, whatever." So then she starts running, and then the camera just pans away from the family down the street to where she's going, yeah. And then she sees the boy, and then she sees the, the father with another with a mistress. Yep. And and what he says, the little boy, to, the little boy's friend says to him, she hears that because she's right there. But then we kind of lose track about the grandma and the other kids, but we don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Like whatever is happening to her with her is what is important. Yeah. And another point that I really like in the movie is when she finds out that she's pregnant. Yeah. And she like doesn't know what to do. And this is kind of when the, the mother's relationship with her kind of starts to solidify. Right. Because she thinks she's going to get fired. Yeah. And I thought she was so get scared fired to too. tell her. Yeah. She starts crying. But then she, Sophia is, you know, understanding she says you know you're part of this family we're gonna go to the doctor and thinking about that like even before she even said it i was just like how is this girl gonna go to the doctor Mm -hmm. like there's like a person like that a maid you know they wouldn't i feel like even accept her in a regular hospital like she wouldn't be able to see a gynecologist Mm -hmm. uh but because she went in with the mom i think that kind of helped her and and even the grandma by extension the grandma was actually really helpful too because when she was going into labor she brought her there and she was just like i'll flood everything there were so many subtle things that that like hit really hard like for example when she when she was going into labor and the grandmother brought her to the hospital Mm -hmm. and she had to fill out those forms and she didn't know anything about her her last name she didn't and know she's when just, she was born. And she's just hysterical at the counter. Yeah. She's just like, what's her date of birth? She's like, I don't know. And she's like, what's her last name? She's like, I don't know. And, and it's just like, you live with a person. Yeah. They work for you. They be, they're, they're, they're a part of your family. They helped raise your grandchildren. And However, you know nothing about them. Yeah. And that just goes to show, you know, the, the class difference that, that, that existed back then. Um, but, but also subtle moments like when she toasted to her child on new year's uh, and the cup broke yeah i was like uh-oh. i know it's <laughs> like oh no <laughs> that was some really good foreshadowing yeah yeah and and Senor just Cuaron. and it's really just subtle moments like that yeah. peppered into this real experience yeah. it was just it just sucked you in yeah. where it was the pace was so slow but it was it gave so you so effective everything yeah 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 um Let's see what else. What was up with that dude dressed up like a, like he was covered in straw? Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Like it was. He like, was at the party, right? Yeah. And he was just like. Yeah. He was just he like. Kind of looked like he was some sort of entertainer or clown or something, but he was. 
He looked terrifying. <laughs> I, I didn't think he was scary. I kind of. If I was a kid, I'd be like, I don't want this clown. Ever, anyway. <laughs> Get this guy out of He's here, just please. Like, oh, I have no face. Uh, I also feel like he was super drunk. Yeah. Uh, but I think he he was the kind of like. In in my viewing of the movie, anyway, he was like the wino. He was mm-hmm. just like that drunk guy who's always drunk and always tries to like have fun. But then when he was expositing at the camera about like some he was saying some poetry about mm-hmm. stuff i was just like oh this is important yeah <laughs> and yet nobody was paying attention because right. they're trying to get the fire out yep so that like little moments like that was perfect because he's speaking directly to the viewer because yeah. literally no one else is understanding or trying to even listen to him yeah yeah i thought that was great yeah uh a huge Shout out to just the hardships women had to face back then on top of the class stuff. I mean, in general. In yeah. general. <laughs> just, it just, hardships it's another, of women. It's, it's another, it's another testament to just how much shit that women had to deal yeah. with and have to deal with. But like specifically in 1970, like she found the, the guy who ran out on her yeah. at the so, movie theater. So she, Fuck she him. gets, she gets pregnant. She finds out she's pregnant. She's missing her period for like two months. Or she tells for, I mean, in the movie theater yeah. as they're watching a movie and they're like making out or whatever. Yeah. And then he's just like, okay, gotta go to the bathroom. And he just leaves. leaves. He leaves. What a di- And I was like, kind of hoping for him. I was like, come on for me. Like, I, I guess I was like blindsided by how, uh, how mean the mother was being at the beginning. So I was like, all right, she, he can't be also a dick. But he was. Yep. So he left, legit left her at the movie theater. And then it's like months later that he she tries to track him down and he's at this martial arts thing in a field. Yeah. Um also I, I do want to talk about how that wrestler guy, he was able to close his eyes and do the whole oh, like right. tree pose, whatever. Yeah. And nobody else could do it except, except for, for her. her. Yeah. I thought that was yeah, fantastic that as was well. great that and was she just, just did it she just like dropped whatever she had she's like <laughs> i can do it <laughs> yeah she closed her eyes she just set on one leg put her hands together and and like and that's another thing everyone else's eyes were closed yeah so nobody even saw her do it except for us yeah like, it was such a visual storytelling thing like you know no words were said it was yeah. just like look at her yeah she's doing it she is balanced she can is something else she's yeah. a normal human but she's overcoming. Yep. And that was really cool too. Yeah. So anyway, she finds Fermin. Yeah. <laughs> he threatens her, which I thought was funny. Well, I mean, <coughs> Fermin, I didn't want to say like those scenes were comedic. Yeah. But I got a very Napoleon Dynamite feel. <laughs> like when he was naked and just moving around with the shower curtain yeah, on. Yeah. Like, this the, is the what I dedicate my thing. life yeah. to, martial arts. And I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> And and just being out in the field, like everyone's doing, yeah, martial arts and. But then, but I think it's funny too because the the, the beginning shower scene or when he's after they make love, I guess whatever, uh-huh. where he's naked and he's doing it, it was like a little like chuckle worthy. Uh-huh. But then he got into bed with her and he was saying all these super sweet things. Yeah, which is another reason why I kind of thought they were gonna work, but they didn't. And then, you know. Fast forwarding to when they were doing it in the field and he was just a complete asshole, it definitely like stepped up the, the like the riot because the entire time you're getting these little hints of people who are getting angry yeah, or trouble angrier. Yeah, bubbling over. And then like you see him and you're just like, okay, that really can't be him. And then you see him in the field and you're just like, ooh, like this is training, but training for what? And yeah. then you finally see him later at the the bassinet or, or the, the furniture store. Yeah. 
and he's holding a gun yep. directly at Cleo. Yeah, and, and that's then, when her water breaks. And that's when her water breaks. Because, of course it does. Of course. Um, Always at the worst situations. Yep. So they finally get her to the ER, and she delivers the baby in, like, two seconds. Yeah, man. That was rough. That was rough. Just... <laughs> because... I, and one of the things that I actually... I... Like, for, I mean, in general, I feel like movie um, delivery scenes, like for babies or whatever, are super unrealistic. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, she screams a few times and the baby's there. She didn't scream. Yeah. And I don't know why, but that felt worse. <laughs> it felt, it did it feel more real it for It felt you? more realistic yeah. and it felt like she was in more pain because yeah. she didn't scream or she didn't like push or whatever. She was kind of just like laying there with her legs in the stirrups. And I, and like... You don't know what's happening because, like, the doctors are kind of not even telling her anything. Yeah. They're kind of just, like, doing it. Like, they're going through the motions yeah. and you're just watching her. And I'm just like, what? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was uh, focused. During that scene, I was focused on that whole her being silent and not yeah. really helping in any way, like, with the pushing yeah. or anything. Or, or not just, just not. She's sort of in this mode of I, it's happening yeah. and I have to do this. Yeah. Like, just but I don't want it. to. That that's what I, I got, and then we find out later that she really didn't want yeah. her kid, and um, and that was just the moment that they how efficient everything yes. was, and how the doctor just like took the baby out, like tried to resuscitate it like, a oh little God, bit, <laughs> and then we're just like they just that's like it. call like, it immediately call turn immediately turn around, just like your baby was born dead. Um, do you want to hold, hold it? Like it was just. Get, yeah. like like get in, we're get in out. a time of crisis yeah. we need you to, and to, so, to hurry and, and like even the background about what was happening they they were taking there's rioting happening in the streets right now mm-hmm. so they're the hospital is packed with people she, yeah. you know they they you see the scene where she walks into the, the the lobby of the hospital and there's people with like bandages over their eyes and like cuts and bruises and stuff mm-hmm. and obviously she takes president precedence because she's pregnant but like I feel like like you could even see in the doctors they were just like you know, you're my 86th patient in the yeah. last two hours. Like, we got to get this going. Yeah. So just like, I feel like everything about her life up to that moment was super not about her. Yeah. It's just like everything else is rushing. Everything else is more important. You're just you. So yeah. I need to be in other place. And like that, that point specifically hit me. Like I literally had to pause the movie and like cry for a little bit before I could continue <laughs> watching it. Because she's just, she's holding her baby. And like, even at the beginning, she's like not even crying yet. Yeah. She kind of just like looks at it and then she like kind of gives it a kiss and then and then she doesn't want to give it up. And then they're just like, all right, you know, we have to wrap it up for you. And she was like, okay. And then like she didn't give herself time to grieve or anything. She kind of just like she just kind of just kept going. And that's, then, that was just and things were and just happening to her. Exactly. Throughout the whole she movie. was just being pushed. She wasn't trying. She wasn't leading her life at that point. Everything else was like being, pushing her towards the end. Yeah. And. Oh, it was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Um, but yeah, after that, the mom sort of tr- tries to help her because she does. Yeah. Everyone notices that she's different. Oh, she's yeah, yeah. a lot quieter. She's not as playful with the children. The children are always pleading her to mm-hmm. play with them, and she's just like sticking to her sticking, job. Kind of. She's just like, I'm just gonna sit here because and I'm even sad. even after she gives birth, like she's in bed or she's she's doing something at her like in her little apartment, like away from the house. And you can, you like see out of the window and this other woman who's across the street doing laundry, she's, she says, um, like, get up, you know, you have to keep moving. Like, yeah. you know, just like it, let it, it happened already. Like yeah. get over it. Yeah. And I was just like, 
what? Yeah. <laughs> How do you just get over dude, that, you know? Dude, going back to our moms just like i feel like but those exactly, were our, that, yeah. that was that watching our mom's lives what happened to them. unfolding before our yeah. eyes where they're just like yeah shit happens yeah. gotta gotta keep going yeah no other choice <laughs> just like oh our, our grandma popped out another kid that they have to raise cool cool I guess it's, i gotta it's do on you it. yep just or oh. you you had a, a stillbirth uh well yeah, yeah let's just try like, for another keep, one keep going just keep it's doing just, just, uh. Uh, just <laughs> the roughest life um and and so so the mom takes them all on a little family vacation. Yeah. They to, go to the beach. They go to the beach, and this was sort of a vacation to just break the news yeah. that things are going to change yeah. because the father has officially left the family, and he needed to go collect his things. So she went with the kids to go explain everything, and you know try and salvage whatever they could and make it into a fun vacation. And the kids end up going to the beach. Two kids go out way too far. And she's Cleo doesn't know how to Cleo swim. Cleo doesn't know how to swim, and she and they the mom tells him that. Yeah. Um, and she has to go save these two kids, and nearly drowns yeah. doing it. And that's when when she does save them both, she breaks down yeah. and says the the heart wrenching. Oh I didn't want her. Yeah. I didn't want her. Poor that poor girl. I didn't want her. And they just all have this collective moment yeah. where they hug and and I guess that's the 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 meet the the time that she finally yeah. like gets, gets over, over it because it, yeah. she does say it out loud yeah. that she's been feel she's been feeling guilty about this mm-hmm. the whole time <sighs> just <laughs> just so tough just so tough i saw this with with erica my girlfriend and she was uh she cried both times like she cried dur- uh, during the delivery yeah. scene and then she was just like recovering and then that <laughs> happened and then she was like oh, God, <laughs> Understandably, yeah, uh, you know, it, it was it was rough to get through. It, yeah, and excuse yeah, me, exactly. <laughs> it was it was definitely tough. I I also kind of loved how it ended. So they get back, and even the kids are just like, "It's so empty in here." Dad took all the bookcases, whatever, and they and the mom's just like, "Yeah, we, re- we rearranged everything. You all have your own rooms now." Blah blah blah, and um, she's like, "You know, get all the sheets off, whatever, so that we can wash them." And then she kind of just like gives them to Cleo and she's just like, you know, I'm going to do a load of laundry. And she even says to the other maid, uh, Armina, I have so much to tell Armina. you. Yeah. She yeah. says like, I have, we, have, we got to talk. Yeah. Girl, yeah. we got to talk. Yeah. And then she just goes up the stairs to do laundry. And then the, and then you just see the frame stays there. And then you see the another, another airplane pass. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, you it. feel like you were a visitor in this, in this home, in this family for this much time. Yeah. And that's and it. And it's over. Like that's, that's just... And it, how it, it how, they, how her life went and we were just a witness to it um yeah it, it's two hours long but it didn't it took a little over two hours long and it didn't feel that way at all which is weird for a movie that that has two hours and 15 yeah that that has that kind of pacing yeah because i'll i'll admit it i love movies but if there's an oscar movie that's like obviously an oscar movie <laughs> yeah. and you're just like oh boy here we go <laughs> You stick with it to because try and find the, the that, yeah, the that like like why is this an Oscar yeah. nominated movie and this movie doesn't have that this movie is just like oh blatant like this like, is this it. is this is good this yeah. is the shit this is <laughs> this is this is the sauce you know this is <laughs> what what all of this is about and yeah it, it just reminded me of of just just I've, I've always got like superhero movies and stuff mm-hmm. in, on my mind it's just always refreshing to see something like this that yeah. reminds you 
why you fell in love with movies in the and, first place. And, and like, like I said before, you know what humans are capable of. Yeah, like this, the, she's not a superhero. She doesn't have any special powers. She's legit just a young woman. Yeah, and she does this, and it's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, let's see here. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I can't. It's just like trying, like literally reliving it now and talking about it. I'm just like. Shit, <laughs> that all just happened. How many gratuitous penis shots out of ten do you give this? <laughs> We're talking about Fermin's penis. It wasn't gratuitous, I don't think. It was just. It was more, just. It was flaccid, just flaccid, flaccid floppy penis. penis. Flaccid floppy martial arts penis. Martial arts penis. Um, How many flappy martial arts penises out of ten do you give? I this? give this a, a full ten martial arts flappy penises out of ten. <laughs> I don't think I got that right in the right order, but you know what I mean. It means the same thing. It yeah, means, it's fine. Yeah, it well, was, I'm picturing his dick, yeah. It was great. It was historical, but it was also like it, in me especially, like I said, it like ingrained itself in you. It was there was some funny parts, there was a lot of dramatic parts and there were just some just everything about it kind of made it better. Like even even though we we met like random people on the street or random friends or whatever, like they drove the story. They they pushed us further, and we just got to see this year in this young woman's life pass in two hours and fifteen minutes. And I feel like I want to be her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Um, yeah. How many um, bloody riots out of ten? <laughs> I'm gonna also give this ten bloody riots out of ten. For everything you just said, yeah, um, yeah it, it was uh, it was it was meaningful on on more than one level for us, and just I just love how so much was told with so little. If that yeah. makes any sense, oh, like, yeah. It's oh like, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just it was it was a snapshot of someone's life, yeah. and it's hard to get that like perfect. And I feel like this movie did that. Yeah, it kind of feels you know? like he, there even wasn't even a script. Yeah, exactly. Like the way that they just were talking was just so fluid. And even with the kids, I, I, I like directing kids is really difficult. But they were ch- they were children. Yeah, and they acted like it, and they were able to react like children. And it was it was just done really well. Yeah, I yeah. loved the scene when they were in the restaurant, and the mom broke the news that they were not living together anymore. Yeah, and, and literally that one kids, kid, yeah. that one middle boy, started crying. And the mom just kind of like kept going with it, and, and that's exactly like, how it is because families. If you have, if if you're a big family, or if you have brothers and sisters, everyone's got their own personality, yeah. and everyone handles news differently. Yeah. I've been in that situation where our parents were to tell us something tough that yeah. that's going to happen or something, and everyone you know, just takes it differently. Everyone takes it differently. One, I joke about it. Yeah. That's that's just how I deal with things. And you know, I have a brother that that takes it, you know, Super harder seriously, yeah. and 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 serious, and another one who just takes it and doesn't show any emotion. Yeah. Like that's exactly what they capture throughout this whole movie. Yeah, just, with they those just four get, children, they just get real people, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> yeah, they did. And it was almost like it was like there was no script. It was like the director was just like, just this is do this, stuff. This is the I'm going to film it. This is what I want to start with. This is what I end with. Just go. Yeah, and they went. Yeah, and it was perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Now, who's going to... 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, but who's going to win the Oscar? Oh, are we, are we switching? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, By the way, spoilers for Roma, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> BT so, Just letting you know now. Letting you know now. It's better than not letting you know <laughs> at all. 
That's funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all right. So yeah, I do want, you think? Do you I, think it it'll win? Good. Um, I uh, despite not seeing four of the movies nominated, do you think <laughs> it'll win? Uh, I th- I definitely think it has uh, pull. I definitely think it is a possible contender. I definitely think that it deserves it. Uh, but out of the four, out of the four we've seen, out of the four we've seen, and the four we haven't, yeah. Oh, that's p- perfectly eight. Yeah. Um, I would put Black Klansman just a bit above Roma. Really? Yeah. I I, I definitely think it's going to win Best Foreign Film. Yeah. Despite um, Shoplifters also being nominated, I haven't seen it, but I've heard great things. It's a Japanese movie. Mm. Um, but I think Roma is going to win that unless they do Shoplifters for Foreign Film and give Roma the Best Picture. I uh, don't know, man. I. Because I've heard great things about the four movies we haven't seen. I'll tell you what I don't think is going to win. Black Panther, or A Bahia. Star is Born, yeah. um, Vice I don't think is going to win. Mm, and I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody. Like those four I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. are not going not gonna to win. But, and if they do, there's some severe racism going on in, a, in, that, <laughs> in, the, in the Oscar world. Hey, man. Which I'm sure is happening. Those but. people try to give it to La La Land when Moonlight won. You remember that? Yes. You remember that? How shit was BS was that yeah. though? Yeah. Like Yeah, tell me about it. Right? Everyone? <sighs> everyone needs bullshit. to agree. The La La Land must what? fall. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no way. No way. But that was an envelope mistake, or so they say. I watched the footage today again just to, <laughs> just to make like sure. Like sons of bitches. Get yeah. it right this no, time. No, it was great. It was, I forget who the two presenters were, but the guy had the envelope mm-hmm. and he opened it and he saw it. He saw that it said La La Land, but it was like for the best actress. Mm-hmm. It was that envelope. So it said Emma Stone, yeah. La La Land. And he didn't want to say it because yeah. he knew that knew that, that, wasn't, incorrect. that yeah. wasn't it. So he was just like looking at his co-host like... And then people started laughing because they think that he just... I don't know, doesn't yeah. want to say it or can't read it or I don't know. <laughs> and the, the co-host just grabs it and she's just like, la la, la land. land. And, and everyone goes nuts. And it's like, nope. The guy was like, I was trying to save you, <laughs> but you didn't listen. You just I, grabbed it. I don't it. know. I kind of feel like actors, if you're given, like everyone's human. If yeah. you're given the wrong envelope, just say it. Yeah. They'll edit it out. Yeah. It's fine. I'm sure that guy was just like, oh fuck, it's the Oscars. <laughs> oh no, I can't yeah, fuck I this know, up. Seriously. But he's an old actor. I forget who it was. He was really... He's been in the industry for a while. Um, let's see here. I I don't think she's gonna win Best Actress. And I don't think so. I, I don't think that she and maybe controversial, but I don't think she deserves it. A Best Actress Oscar because her performance wasn't an actor's performance. Yeah. If I know it sounds snobby as shit and like <laughs> just like oh she's not an actor, but. <laughs> but compared to all the other nominees, yeah. I don't think that that um, that she would come on top compared to the other ones. Who do you um, think is gonna win? I'm probably gonna I, Lady Gaga. Yeah, just kidding. I'm, I don't think she's gonna I win. Think she's you gonna think she's win. gonna win? Yeah. Not because I want her to win, just because I think that's what the Oscars are gonna give to her. Yeah, yeah. They're she's, they're gonna try and egot her. I think so. Mm. Which I am against, but you know, I yeah. haven't seen the movie, but. Her performance wasn't what people were talking about when I read reviews and stuff. Yeah, it was like the music and just the movie. Oh, all right, then good. Maybe the... she won't win. Hmm? <laughs> which is which is good. what I'm, I'm hoping for. Good. Uh, what about supporting actor? Um, supporting actress, um, Sophia's character was nominated. Uh, the mom, um, Marina de Tavira. 
she oh, really? was nominated. Yeah. Oh yes, I saw her. Yes. Yeah. Um, of the of the nominations for best best actress, all I can remember is Amy Adams in Vice and whoever the main character was in The Favorite that I don't know. Olivia Coleman. That one. What's it? Vice wasn't nominated for lead actress. She wasn't. Oh, she was. She was supporting actress. I think. That's what it was. Amy Adams invites. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wait. So who's she against in lead actress? Supporting or lead? No, lead actress. Um, Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Lady Gaga, and Melissa McCarthy. I think Glenn Close might win just because she was she's nominated so many times yeah. and she never won. I think. She's, I think she's, she's Glenn Close. No, I know, but she's but the Oscars, win. the Oscars are super political. So they are. if if they if they know an actor is might not make it back to the Oscars, they'll be like here. Here's your reward. Here, you did your time. You're, you're good. Yeah. You're done. That's what happened to Denzel. And because the same year that Denzel's, I think, Training Day came out or, or a movie that he, he came out with, um, everyone thought that he was going to win. But they gave it to an actor who was, or maybe it was Pacino. Pacino didn't win for Godfather Part 2. And everyone was like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? And then the next year, he did a movie and won for that one. Oh, okay. Because they were like, we snubbed you last year. Here's your Oscar. <laughs> That's how it works. That's stupid. That's showbiz, baby. I know, it's terrible, hey. though. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, you said this before. Alfonso Cuaron is all for the director of Roma. He's won enough. I think um, that he should. Roma is also up for original screenplay next to The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, and Vice. It's got production design. Actress in a leading role, actress in a supporting role, director, original screenplay, best picture, sound editing, cinematography, sound mixing, and foreign language film. It should win cinematography. Yes. I mean, I was going to go through the list, but I guess you just did. So. I did, because I did my All research. Right. I have it right here, too. I wrote it down. I know, but So who, if I hadn't who, said it, it'd be for nothing. Who are they, who are they going against, though? Um, they're uh, they're going against um, uh, for what? Uh, uh, so for cinematography, sound going... mixing, it's going against Rampage, starring The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> for cinematography, Skyscraper, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> they're all rock movies. All... <laughs> the Rock is just going to win all the time, yeah. forever. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah, we need to. Um, if you want to reach us. Email us at relatively subjective at gmail.com. If you don't want to do that, we're on social media too Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> don't you under know. <laughs> relatively, relatively subjective, and on Twitter under relsubpod. And uh, next we have week, we'll... a lot of good movies coming up in the next couple of weeks. Do I'm very we? excited, yes. So, uh, opening in five days, we have the Lego movie too. Sweet! And we also have What Men Want. <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have The Prodigy. Oh, that movie that's not movie. the superhero one? Yeah. That's what I want to see. Uh, I so forget. I'm excited. I kind of want to see that, but I don't know which one we're going to record. The Lego Movie 2 or The Prodigy? I think The Lego Movie. Probably. And then I'll go see What Men Want and The Prodigy. <laughs> I really want to go see What Men Want. Um, I'll give you my five-minute review. I'll rewatch What Women Want. Uh, yeah. To, and in two weeks, we have Alita Battle Angel Yep. on February 14th. Mm-hmm. Or, or, um, Valentine's, Valentine's Day weekend. Day, which... I'm kind of excited for it. I am too, but... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what no, I'm just like. Ah. It's, just, it's just I saw reviews. So it's... No. Never mind. What do they know? I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be what fun. What do they know? Yeah. People don't know shit yeah, we know. about Alita Battle Angel. We do. I know. Uh, isn't it romantic? It also comes out. I don't know what that is. Uh, the... the um, what's her name? She goes into... She like get hits... Get hit, Rebel Wilson gets hit in the head and she wakes up in a rom-com. In a rom-com, right. 
Oh, that's what it's called? Instant uh, Romantic, yeah. Okay. Uh, Happy Death Day to You also comes out on the 14th. Um, and then the week after that, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Ooh, uh, gotta watch the other ones. the week after that, oh wait, no, two weeks after that is Captain Marvel. Sweet, uh, I didn't know it was coming out so soon. And then two weeks after Captain Marvel is Us. So we'll have to fill in those other two weeks with other stuff. But we have a, a good couple months of movies coming up. A good up. lineup for you folks yep. coming right up. We're going to watch all the movies. All the movies, and we're going to spoil them all. Remember that, because we never remember to tell you that we're <laughs> going to spoil what we're reviewing. But You, you know, guys know by guys, now. If you guys Y'all don't know, know, now you know. That's okay. right. All right. All right. Until next time, may all your Roma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. May all your Roma be Roma. May all your... I, there's That's nothing else nothing you, else can, you do. can do. All, yeah. all right. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>